Reiki blessings, everyone. This is Sherry. Welcome back to Running on Reiki. Today, I'm going to do a on-the-spot guided Reiki meditation. See what comes through as I channel the Reiki energy and symbols. And we're looking to do a shamanic journey that will guide us to a place where we can release any trauma that we're holding um, in our bodies, in our minds, in our emotions, in our aura, in our souls. So oftentimes what happens with trauma is that it starts out being in your auric field, which is a little bit outside of your body. And then when you're not paying attention and you're either um, fighting against the trauma or you're fleeing it, running away, or you're defending it or protecting it or ignoring it, or you're giving in to it or giving in to other people instead of dealing with the trauma around situations, um, or you're just in a place of being frozen with it, any way that you could possibly imagine that you're not actually processing or dealing with your trauma is it will eventually seep from your auric field into your body because your body is a most med, uh, majestic machine is what I'm hearing um, for processing and processing energy, transmuting energy. But um, oftentimes what happens is because the body is of a denser nature, um, we tend to store it. The body become, becomes almost like a storehouse for traumatic energy, traumatic memories, traumatic patterns, beliefs, karma. Um, and we could talk a little bit more about what all those terms mean in a second. But what we want to do is we want to use our divine nature, our innate ability to transmute what the body is trying to store and process for us um, up and out. And it's very easy for the body to become like uh, the metaphor I'm being given is the visual is of those, um, oh, what do you call those places where, you know, when you have extra furniture or things that you need to store, uh, like uh, storage, storage compartments. I can't think what they're called, you know. In your own house, it would be your attic or your garage or your basement. But sometimes you have so much stuff. Well, let's think about this trauma as being our stuff that we're carrying around. And we then have to go somewhere and we have to actually pay for extra space to store it there. So we want to be cognizant of that because it can happen so easily to allow the body to become um, the storage house. And the body will do that for you, but it's not the it's not the highest level of processing your trauma energy. The truth is that we get very, very good at storing our feelings and our emotions and our beliefs and um, our patterns around our trauma. And we are very good at thinking that we are controlling our trauma or that we don't have trauma. But there's no way that you can live on planet Earth, which is a planet of polarity, um, and not have trauma to process. So in a sense, you are fibbing to yourself. And then what happens is one day you go to put one more thing in your storage bin because your attic and your basement and your garage is just jam-packed and dirty and cluttered. 
and overwhelming and you can't even fit a single one more single thing in that storage unit and then the day that is the day that is the day that your body everything starts to now rumble you know and you start to experience anxiety stress panic in the body um, in ways that maybe you never did before and you realize oh I'm not living a trauma-free life I've just been telling myself that I am and now this one last thing it could be a big thing or a small thing puts you over the edge where you now have to sort through you have to go through all of those compartments the attic the basement the garage and the storage unit oh, I thought of the word that you've that you now had to rent and you have to say to yourself oh I've got a lot that I've got to sift through here. And it is a tremendous amount of work. You know, um, if we were raised and taught in school and such that we need to work on our trauma ongoing, it would be so much easier instead of getting to that day where you're now experiencing heart palpitations or um, sleep disturbances, mood changes, crying, um, waking up in the middle of the night filled with dread or anxiety. These are all symptoms, tangible body symptoms of energy trauma that you have been storing. Feeling a heaviness in the chest, a sense of overwhelm, a sense of hopelessness, helplessness, a change, any type of change that is disrupting your relationships and your daily life um, that has a sense of deep overwhelm and like there's something there, there's something there that you have to look at. Anxiety and panic show up uh, in different ways in different people. So um, you should always be very aware of having the physical checked out first. You should always um, not bypass the physical if you are having sensations that mimic heart problems or um, maybe your anxiety comes in the sense of migraines or throbbing in the temple. I'm not telling you to bypass speaking to your medical team um, or your psychiatric or psychological team or getting help in that way because talking and Telling your story is such a powerful way to begin to move that energy. Um, it is a holistic approach when you're looking at um, dealing with any trauma from your past, whether it's little traumas that have added up. Let's give you an example. Perhaps you've been looking for a job for the last year and you just can't find anything and you've doing one job interview after another job interview and you're not getting the job or you're getting jobs that, that are not working for you. And so there's this constant nagging trauma over not being settled in your job, occupation, money provision, life, not being happy, not being satisfied there. Those would be, so some people that would feel like a big trauma, um, but, you know, the process of interviewing and, you know, that feeling of I'm, how come I'm not, I can't find what's right for me. I can't find the alignment or how come people doesn't seem like I'm good enough for wherever I'm interviewing. You know, there's different aspects to it. Um, but I mean, when we're talking about big traumas, obviously we're talking about, you know, uh, abuse trauma that you know, or you don't remember from your past or um, losing a pet or a loved one. 
being in an ongoing relationship that is emotionally or any other type of way abusive, um, you know, a severe health crisis that comes up all of a sudden and now that is your life, your, everything is revolving around your health and getting better and what's going on with that crisis. So again, there are little traumas and big traumas and how you might define it as little or big is going to be different from the person next to you. That's really not the point. The point is that you're recognizing there is a change in your body um, and this sense of anxiety and panic that's coming over you to the point that it's debilitating. If you've ever had a panic attack, whatever form it took for you, you know that you literally cannot do anything else in that moment except just deal with what's happening in your body because it's so over-encompassing and you just have to sit there and you have to breathe through it and you have to um, work with that. There's And so think about what's happening. It's as if your body is saying nothing else takes precedence right now. Nothing except this. You know, panic attacks could last anywhere from a few 30 seconds to up to 20 minutes. So... Um, it's 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 something that is demanding your immediate attention for a good reason. Your body is trying to tell you there's something here that you have not been looking at and you now need to look at it. We need you to look at this. We need you to pay attention. And the best way to get somebody to pay attention is to surge some type of energy through their system um, so that you have to stop and you have to look and you have to pay attention. You have to be aware and you have to be present with it. And from these things comes the idea of, okay, something's different here. Something's not right. I need to look at this. I need to give it my love. So if you've ever experienced anxiety... Um, or panic attacks short-term or long-term, you know that the more that you ignore them, the louder and more thumping they get. You also know that if your reaction to them is fear and dread, what you do is you actually increase them. And the reason for that is because energetically, fear is a restrictive energy. And love is an expansive energy. So even though it is very challenging when you're in the middle of anxiety or panic attacks to stay in a place of love, one of the most effective things you can do is to send love towards your panic. So you can just really calm and slow your breath. And in that moment, instead of trying, you know, saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, go away, go away, go away. It would be better for you to say to your panic and your anxiety as if it was a living entity, because in a sense it is, it's a lower vibrational entity, um, but it's there because it's trying to get you to a higher vibrational place. So just like any person or animal in your life, if there's a situation that's going on, if you are yelling and screaming at it or saying, go away, I don't like you and you're just getting really worked up, it never makes the situation better. It only makes it worse. It's always best to stay calm, stay centered, 
Stay focused on the bigger picture. Stay focused on what you really want the situation to resemble or look like. To know that you're not alone, that, um, you know, this is not the be-all, end-all. Yes, it's happening in the moment. We can't deny it. Um, but just to say, this is happening. I'm going to sit with it. I'm going to witness it. And I'm going to send my, my love to it and my compassion to it. And actually talk to your anxiety and your panic and say to it, I know you are here for a reason. And I ask my spirit team, my angels and guides, or you can call on a particular deity or ascended master like Jesus or Mother Mary or a goddess that you work with or Archangel Michael or Archangel Raphael, who's the angel of healing. And you can say, I'm asking you to come in and please help me process this experience Help me not to judge it, but to accept that it is happening. There must be a reason for it, and there must be a higher wisdom here. And then as your anxiety or panic attack is occurring, focus on your breath. After you have called in for assistance, after you have acknowledged that it is happening, and then start to really focus on your heart chakra expanding um, with light around it. Traditionally, it would be a green or a pink healing ray light, but you can also focus on white light or golden light, whatever works for you. Let whatever light color come up, you know, that you see or when you go into your heart and ask your heart to expand and to hold and to comfort the anxiety, the fear, and the panic. And while you are showering that love toward your anxiety and panic, which already sounds like a really lofty idea, right? A very spiritually lofty idea too, like, because it's not something that you want around. And typically in our lives, when we don't want something and it's not for us, we tend to ignore it, push it away, you know, do anything to avoid it. But in this case, your anxiety and panic is a facet of you. And it's not somebody or a situation outside of you where you have to have discernment and say, this is not for me and I now need to put this out of my life. Um, it's not going to go away in that way because this is actually you, your anxiety and panic is you talking to you. So you need to listen to it. You need to embrace it. You need to offer love to it. And so just start talking to it and say, why are you here today? Maybe you can remember, oh, what was I thinking about or doing that triggered me before this, this panic or anxiety started? And then if you can, then work with that. You know, why did that trigger me? What are the feelings around that? Why, why, why does that trigger me in a way, you know, that is um, frustrating or overwhelming? And what kind of feelings is it bringing up for me? And really just sometimes noticing what it is that triggered you, how you react to that trigger, how, how you feel when that trigger happens and your normal reaction to that trigger, you can start to unwind, you know, what is really happening here. Um, and it's a, a process you have to go slow with. Um, you can't feel like you have to unwind every trauma in one day or one moment or one therapy session. Um, it's something that you slowly over time start to be become aware of and work with. And just the idea of, I want to work with this. I want to now deal with whatever this trauma is that's bringing up this high reaction for me. 
um, that is a, the beginning stepping stone, your willingness to um, work with it and to understand and to truly trust and believe that with your spiritual team and your higher self that you have the power to transmute it. Um, it's when we become hopeless and helpless with any situation in our life that we start to kind of go downhill even more so. So you have to keep that hope alive. You have to have the belief in the miracle. You have to know and say to yourself, I lived without anxiety or panic attacks up to this point. Um, so I can live that way again. But right now, it's what is real. It is what is right in my face. And so there has to be a reason for that. So sometimes when you're working with this in the actual moment as it's happening, you will be able to identify what the trigger was for the panic attack. Other times you won't. You'll be like, what the heck? I'm just sitting here watching TV and all of a sudden I'm having a massive panic attack. And, you know, don't feel like you have to rack your brain and you have to know, you have to stop and, you know, all of, all of that stuff. It, you know, you can ask, you can say, what I try to do is I will say, if if I need to see or hear what this is about, spirit, then let me see or hear that. But if I just, if that's not coming up for me or I'm not ready to see or hear that, I want to at least say that I'm sending love and compassion to this panic or anxiety. And I would like to release it. I know it's coming up to the surface for a reason. And I am now willing to release it without having to know even what it is. For I know that when I'm meant to see or know what it's about, that will occur. So the point here is not to overanalyze or to push yourself too much, but rather to be present. Just like anything else in life, we have to be present with what is happening right in front of us right now. Because life changes all the time. And there's times that we don't want life to change and there's times that we do want life to change, but um, you have a soul path. You have a mission that you came here for. You have experiences you came here to experiment with, and those things are really not going to be bypassed. So you have to really say, this is the experience on planet Earth, and I'm going to be present for whatever is showing up in this now moment. I'm not going to make a decision that I like it or I don't like it per se. I'm just going to witness it, that it is happening. I'm going to surrender to it, but I'm also going to absolutely call in divine love and light to assist me. And that's so vital, whatever divine love and light and spirit is for you. Because if you've ever had a panic attack, you know that when it finally does pass, there's such a moment of freedom that comes in and you're almost waiting for that as you're in the middle of it. You know, it's actually wonderful to focus on that end result while you're in the middle of it. And when you're in the middle of it, instead of fighting it, pushing it back, resisting it, again, open your heart chakra and say, you are here. And so I welcome you. I know you have a higher message for me. I am willing to hear it or see it, but I most assuredly will release this panic. I will allow it to come up and be seen and heard and witnessed so that I can open up space within my auric field, my body, my emotions, my thoughts for more clarity, more direction, more deeper understanding. The more you do this, the more you will progress in starting to understand it and let it go.
surrender is always the key to anything that is overwhelming us. Just surrendering it, surrendering it to Mother Earth, surrendering it to the celestial light beings, surrendering it to spirit. When you use this process that I just described, you have a much different feeling in your body, vibration in your body, once the anxiety or the panic attack passes. Now you have opened up space inside. You have released whatever has been attached to the panic attack, even if you don't tangibly know or see what that is. You've welcomed in a space of hope. And there's this sense of resilience and endurance that I went, I got through that. I stayed in my heart. I stayed centered in asking my spirit team for help. I stayed open to understanding what it is. And I stayed open to releasing it and not judging it. That's a much different feeling in vibration than this idea of, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's over, it's over, it's over. Please, please, please don't let that ever happen again. Do you, do you hear, as I'm describing that, the difference in those two um, perceptions toward it? The truth is that anxiety and panic and stress are all aspects of a greater vibration, and that is fear. And though this is not going to go, maybe, perhaps it will, perhaps it will not, I shouldn't say that, go away in one um episode of you focusing your energy in the way that I've been discussing the truth is that love will always conquer fear in the end and if you stay in a love-centered place with what is happening to you it will create an opening an expansion a soothing a comfort that you won't get from oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh I can't live like this when is this going to end what's happening to me do you see the difference in those two vibrations? One of the ways that you actually know that you have to start dealing with your panic and anxiety is that your sensation of joy and freedom and flow and comfort and peace and harmony in your life starts to dissipate. Even when good things are happening around you, you maybe don't feel those aspects of joy and bliss the way that you used to. And that's also a really big sign that you need to pay attention, that you need you have inner work to do, shadow work and light work. Because what happens with trauma is it gets it affects the body and the brain and it changes the chemistry anatomically in your in your beingness so that you start to begin to stay in a state of um heightened anxiety and always looking for oh what's going to happen next you know what's the next bad thing that's going to happen and you don't really even have space in your life anymore to enjoy and focus on the good things it's almost like your body is in such and sometimes you don't know that this is happening but you know because you're having these anxiety and panic attacks um, but you don't know that this is happening 24 7 where you are just in this heightened sense of looking for the next bad thing to occur. And so when you think that that's going to happen on some level, you're always self-protecting. You're clenching. You're closing in. You're um, self-protecting. You're guarding. 
you're withdrawing, you're excluding, you're pretending. And because you are unknowingly or knowingly doing this, you could put all of that under the category of just shutting down. Because you're doing that, there's really no room for that expansive feeling of love and joy and beauty and magic, and creativity. And that's why it starts to disappear. Because you're trying to protect yourself. You're trying to always be on the lookout for the next thing. The body is very amazing how it tries to do this for you. The thing is that you cannot get lost in that. So there comes a time where you realize you may need to get support from all of your outside support teams, whether it's medical, psychiatric, psychological, um, talking to people that you love and trust, various different types of energy healing, whether it be Reiki or acupuncture or meditation, of course, breath work, walking in mother nature, creative things to release like painting or whatever your type of creativity is, movement, whether it be yoga or dance or Tai Chi, again, whatever's going to work for you. But you want to create a package of all of these for yourself. And of course, prayer um, and calling on your spirit team and work with that in conjunction within the moment going through the process that I talked about step by step up to this point. But it's important to remember that if you do discover that it is truly anxiety and panic and not a physical problem, that you have to have this attitude of this too shall pass. You have to have hope and you have to have belief that the situation has a purpose. You will, you will discover that purpose through self-exploration and you will move out of this phase of your life back into a state of equilibrium. So I encourage you to get any type of outside support that you feel that you need to do research, to do reading. And um, a book that I've been reading lately is by um, Gabby Bernstein. It's called Happy Days. And it's all about moving, understanding your trauma, what trauma is, and moving um, to a place of peace and understanding with it. The important thing is that you don't allow this to go on unchecked and that you um, doesn't don't let it become something that you're just it's part of your daily life and you're just managing it every single time that it happens you need to um, say to yourself this is temporary and you do some sort of further exploration or work with it um, to engage it to witness it to love it and to move it up and out um, knowing that there is freedom on the other side but keep the power in your pocketbook Remember not to give your power away and it can happen so easily when you're feeling these physical sensations in your body. You do own the power and in some aspect, whether you want to believe it or not, you're, you have allowed everything, you have every experience that has happened on your soul path up to this point 
And if you are experiencing anxiety or panic, it's because you're meant to have that experience in this lifetime. And probably everybody does. It's a pretty big experience on planet Earth. But some of us, you know, get trapped in the hamster wheel of it. And that's when it becomes like, oh, this wasn't just a little mini panic attack. It's now an everyday occurrence. And so now it's just telling you that you have to look closer and you have to look deeper and you have to do the work. Just reaffirm to yourself that you have the power to transform your life and to transmute any type of energy that comes into your system because you are a divine being of light, because you are a fractal of the God goddess energy. Aligning with spirit when this is happening is a very vital part of working with it. So my hope today in the guided meditation that I'm going to do in a, a second here is that in some way I can channel something that will be just a part of this path for you and for me in awakening, opening, shifting something within you, something within your perception, something within your body, something within your demeanor that will move you one pebble, one flagstone on the path closer to a brighter tomorrow. Reiki blessings. Let's begin. So get comfortable. Maybe you want to lay down. Maybe you want to be in a seated yoga position. Have your favorite blanket, your crystals, light a candle, loose clothing, whatever makes you comfortable. And place your hands, both of your hands, on your heart chakra lovingly. And begin, as I'm talking, for as long as you would like, to slowly, one hand at a time, begin gently caressing your heart chakra. So perhaps start with your right hand, and as slow as possible, really focusing on the energy, the love, the compassion that is within your heart, connecting to that which is spirit for you. Start to bring that right hand down from your heart, over your abdomen, all the way to your sacral chakra, slowly, gently. And then bring it back up to your heart, and now take your left hand and gently caress down over your abdomen to your sacral chakra and then bring that left hand back up to your heart and continue to do this your right hand and then your left hand gently stroking the heart chakra energy down over your abdomen as low down your body as you would like and then bringing it back up centering it on your heart chakra if you would like to stroke both of your arms or your shoulders or your face gently, you can also do that or you can just stay focused on your right and your left hand on your heart chakra, one at a time, slowly, gently caressing and moving the energy from the heart chakra down across your chest into your lower abdomen coming back and centering your hands back at your heart chakra. And while you're doing this, taking slow, 
deep, easy breaths that are in flow with your body in and out through your mouth, slow, deep, in sync breaths, whatever feels right for your body, in and out through your mouth. I'm going to play some sound healing for you now on my steel drum, and I want you to continue to do your breathing and center on your heart chakra and tangibly using your hands to move the energy in your heart chakra up and down your body. and the violet flame of transmutation. We welcome spirit in all of its forms of love and light and the Reiki energy to be with us now, to comfort us, to guide us, to protect us, to surround us. We are filled with white light and all the healing colors of the rainbow ray within that white light. Breathing, self-loving, opening to self-discovery and exploration. Ready to journey to a place of peace and knowingness. Begin to see before you the most majestic, highest mountain peak, mountain form that you have ever seen. But this mountain is made of clear quartz crystal, shining, reflecting beautifully all of its cuts within the sunlight that's coming down upon it. As you gaze at it, everything about it just beckons the idea of clarity, of understanding, of clearness, of transformation. And you want to merge with this energy of the Crystal Mountain. It looks and feels larger than life. And every part of you 
wants to hand your panic, your anxiety, your stress from daily life to this transcendent, etheric, heavenly crystal mountain. As you look closer, you see that there are flocks of white-winged doves flying around the mountain. These doves are here to offer you peace and you willingly open your heart to their energy. One dove that is there especially for you flies towards you gently and lands on your left shoulder and sits there cooing in your ear. A sensation of comfort just washes over you, deep, deep solace that just flutters through your entire mind, down into your body, and then grounds you deep within the earth below your feet. The grass below you is a brilliant emerald green, a healing, revitalizing green, and you are standing barefoot upon it. The sky above you is a cerulean blue filled with towering cumulus white fluffy clouds. There is an air of magical possibility in the wind. And as the wind swirls around you, there is a sense of a shift coming in for you. And you take your hands, even though the wind is invisible, you take your hands and you reach out for that shift, for that transformation with great hope, great trust. There are better days ahead, magnificent days, so much to come that is bright and beautiful and light for you. And you know that you must climb the crystal mountain, that in order to get to the peak, to the peak of that bright experience, you must do the work, you must climb. And your dove stays on your shoulder, soft and gentle. It is your spirit animal for this journey. And you begin to walk toward the gleaming, luminescent, illuminated crystal mountain that is your destiny, that is who you are. And each step you are reminded of the truth that love and light is your guiding force and even though you might have forgotten because you've been scared or you've been overwhelmed it's just a simple shift to calling love and light and that of spirit creator back into your life that will help you on this journey and so you call out and you say, Oh, great mountain, I know that you have endured so much over time. Rain, landslides, 
fire, hail, thunder, lightning, blizzards. Within that crystal mountain is the human mountain, the dirt mountain, the rock mountain, the tangible mountain, the trauma mountain, the ego mountain. But in truth, it is surrounded by the crystal mountain, by the wise crystal mountain. The human mountain endures so much in its lifetime, but it still stands rooted with a solid base. It still has a peak with mountains that reach, always reach for the sky, for the miracle, for the abundance, for the blessing. And all along, it is encased in that perfect love and light crystal quartz mountain. So as you begin with your little dove to walk up the crystal sideways of the mountain, the pathways, have reverence, have gratitude, and honor the journey that you've been on in this lifetime. The experiences you've had, even the ones that have been traumatic, that have been challenging or difficult, or made you question your lovability or your worthiness or your resilience, honor them now and be so in awe of yourself that you have made it this far and you're still standing. Like this mountain, you are still standing. Like this mountain, you are still reaching for the sky and the light and the beauty of life. And as you walk, you have the ability to see these Monet-like lilies that are now growing on this crystal mountain. Lilies and lotuses of the purest, most delicate petals and the most brilliant white light shining as they grow right out of the quartz crystal. Each flower that you pass as you climb to the peak is an opportunity to have some clarity and some release over some situation in your life. And you don't necessarily have to know everything, see everything. Just climb now. Just climb effortlessly up the mountain, guided by your Holy Spirit, your higher self that is upon your shoulder and gently drop, surrender, and release any energy into the white lotuses and lilies and let them take it from you. Climbing, circling, the spiral up the side of the crystal quartz mountain. Continue to gently caress your heart chakra. Continue to gently, slowly breathe in and out through your mouth. Climbing, climbing, climbing. And there's no effort, there's no strenuousness. It's an easy, gentle walk up, an easy, gentle releasing 
and purification happening. And you open your entire chakra system to this experience. Your root chakra at the base of your spine, working up to your sacral chakra, to your solar plexus at your abdomen, through your heart, up into your throat chakra, your ear chakras, your third eye brow chakra, and your crown chakra, anchored by both your earth star chakra, well below your feet, and your soul star chakra, well above the top of your head. Feel the white light, the crystal quartz, and the lilies and lotuses cleansing and clearing your system. And as you walk, you hear these words, these whispers dropped in your ears by spirit. You deserve a peaceful life. Life is meant to be beautiful and there's so much beauty around you. No matter what else has happened in your life or is happening now, there is more beauty than there is darkness. You have the ability to choose the light, the love, the beauty of life. You can focus on, choose, and engage in activities that keep you in a place of harmony in seeing the world as a good place, a safe place. And you can choose to put anything that does not do that for you out of your life. There is a magic inside you that you were born with. And when you choose that magical power, you take your power back from anything outside you that is trying to lower your vibration. Keep going. Have fortitude. Believe that you have the resilience and the endurance to understand anything that is occurring in your life and to shift its energy into something that is higher and more beautiful. When one aspect of your life is out of balance, it will throw other aspects of your life out of balance. So look at where you have allowed yourself to be out of balance. Is it with obsessive thoughts, dysfunctional relationships, poor self-talk? And work on one area at a time and watch how it shifts the energy in the other areas of your life. Perhaps you are not making room for proper nourishment or movement of your body or connection to Mother Earth or time to be creative and curious and explorative and play. What area is the most out of balance right now? And make a commitment to begin to embrace and nurture that area. You are not the things that have happened to you or around you. Do not define yourself by these situations or relationships or energies. You are a divine being, a child of God, goddess, the cosmos, and you must focus your energy on that which is 
powerful and empowering within you and for you. Whatever you are searching for, you must find a way to give to yourself. Whether it is love or worthiness, acceptance, intimacy, connection, a sense of belonging. It is you who can create these things within your life. You do have the power and the ability to shift your way. View everything with love, compassion, and forgiveness, and watch your entire beingness open and expand. Love is the way. Love is the answer. Love is your birthright. Love is the solution. Love is the journey, and love is the destination. Do not depend on or search for anything outside yourself to comfort you. It is through the process of self-love and self-care and consistency with this in a daily practice in whatever way, way works for you that you will begin to shift and release your trauma. Connect and call on your spirit team daily through meditation, through prayer, through regular conversation, develop a relationship with them and ask them to ask to guide you, to help you see, to help you process any trauma and to move forward in abundance in your life. Remember that nothing can swallow you unless you allow it to. And in those moments when it does swallow you, have deep compassion, kindness, and forgiveness for yourself, for your human side, and your human trials. All at the same time, holding hands with your higher evolved spiritual being that lives within you and knows, stands by you, and trusts that you can journey any path and come to the peak of enlightenment with it. And you're almost at the top. Keep walking. Keep releasing. Keep surrendering over and over again with a deep, eternal trust. Easily, gently handing anything you've experienced up to this point over to the white flowers and when you get to the top there is a sense of spaciousness all around you as you look out over the vista and there is one after another crystal peaked mountain and it is so breathtaking you just allow yourself to fall into the feeling This feeling of freedom, this feeling of the dissolving of all of the earth-based schooling that you have endured, it's just dissolving and there's nothing but this open view of all the crystal clear consciousness that is the only truth, that is the only reality. 
The light is like a mandala mosaic. It's just vibrating and shining off all of the different crevices and peaks and points of the crystal mountains. And you fill it. You become it. You let it fill you. This is who you are. This is your truth. This is your power. It was inside you all along. And everything else feels so small, so non-existent, so unreal. Because this is really all there is. This expansion of light levitating. This higher crystal grid of light radiating. There is a sense of unbelievable bliss that is coming upon you now. A sense of floating and grounding at the same time. A peace in your heart like you've never experienced. You are home. Your heart is home. And you decide that you will not walk back down this mountain. You will stay here in the etheric realm. And you will live from this place in your daily life. Always choosing it first. Always choosing yourself first. Your peace. Your inner harmony. Your solace. Your solitude. Seeing all the trauma of your past as experience only, not destiny. This mountaintop is your destiny. Let the air buoy you up here. Let the sunlight penetrate every part of your body. Let the clouds levitate you and just be overtaken with gratitude for the light, for the prismatic light. Breathe it all in as you begin to slowly focus on your breath in your body again and come back into your body, healed, healing, loved, comforted, serene, and in a place of utter peace. You have left everything you have carried thus far on the mountainside. You are free. You are a free being. You are a light being. And it is from your light that you will live now. So mote it be. Reiki blessings, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I hope this in some way helped um, shift, open, and awaken a space within you to begin doing some more work around any trauma that you might be storing and reminded you of your beauty and your light and that you have all the gifts that you need within you and with support from your community, your friends, 
any type of um, outside help that you might seek out at this point, you have the ability to create a plan for your life so that you don't live in a state of disempowerment because empowerment is your true state. So I wish you well. If anyone is interested in booking an intuitive reading or a distance Reiki energy session, you can read more about how I work with Reiki energy um, in the link in my podcast bio and visit my Dream a Little Reiki Wix site uh, webpage to learn more and contact me. My email is runningonreiki at gmail.com. Blessings. Have a beautiful day. My name is Sherry, and I send you love and light. You are love. You are love. You are loved.